0: All right, everybody, welcome to our second episode of Outdoors Appalachia Style. Um, well, in case you missed episode one, we talked about um, turkey hunting. You know, I'm not a real experienced turkey hunter myself, but I've killed a few birds and, and I've learned along the way, and Keith was in on that, and so it was West. And so I wanted to bring you guys on today to really talk about it. And uh, get your opinions and advice on turkey hunting. I know that Luke's killed a bunch of birds, and I know you make some calls. So, you I know. killed a few birds, yeah. not many. I never
1: was the big turkey hunter in the family. That was my brother. So, you know, after he passed away, I had to take over, and you know, from there. So, I've always been a deer hunter, but I turkey hunt. There you go. Well, you make good calls. That's for sure. (laughs) That's the good thing. He set
0: us up with that. That was good. That is for sure. Um, Yeah, so what we're going to do now is uh, do a little introduction here. I'm Jeremy. I'm the host of the show as well as host of Appalachian Trophy TV. All of us know about that. And uh, just love to get in the outdoors, spend time with the family, and uh, work at 9 to 5 and squeezing in the show and now doing this and just enjoy every bit of it so um uh, also have luke humphries on the show so luke tell us a little bit about yourself well, i'm
2: uh, allen creek west virginia native um 21 years old um, in the air force um grew up hunting and fishing that's all i love to do and uh i just recently bought a farm and i'm really uh <clears throat> really excited about got 57 acres i'm wanting to do a lot of land management getting into that right now and Fixing up the house, been really busy, but uh, I grew up hunting, fishing, it's uh, all I know. <laughs> been with the show for about a year and a yeah, half now. Been with the show for, yeah, uh, yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. This will be the second turkey season with the show, and I'm super excited. Yeah. I, love, I love filming turkey hunts, I love calling them in for people, I love shooting them in the face. There's <laughs> nothing like
0: it. Well, that's, and actually, the reason we're a little bit late on this podcast, and, you know, we normally try to run this right at 8 o'clock, but uh, I'll just say, Luke and I was outside listening for some birds. It's right at dark here at 8 o'clock in West Virginia, and that wasn't good enough for us, so we had to hop in the side-by-side when Mike got here and run up on the mountain and check, too, but we were successful yeah, yeah. and was able to hear a bird even in the windy conditions, yeah. uh, so it gets you a little fired up for, uh... For the upcoming season. So excited to have Luke on board. His advice and experience in the turkey woods will definitely help. Uh, Mike Booth, owner of Nature's Voice Game Calls, is with us too. Tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy.
1: Uh, from Cross Lanes, West Virginia. Um, born and raised there. Uh, started uh, this company with my brother seven years ago. And two years after we had started the company, he passed away. So I had done the marketing side of the business and never really had any of that, uh, call making stuff, you know, never really had a part in that. I'd seen him do it, but never took part in any of that. So I had to pick that up and it took me right at two years, three years to get everything lined out and where it should be and back on track. But, you know, um, uh, family man, uh, church coin, um, uh, you know, just love spending time in the outdoors hunting, fishing. That's what I grew up doing. Yep. We uh we did a lot of hunting in Pocahontas County. Uh went up there, Memorial. Uh, see it would be, yeah, Memorial Day, then Labor Day, and then rifle season. we was always up there, so uh work a nine to five job as well, run the business on the side and you know, just, it just keeps you going. Struggle through it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. it, Ed. That's it. Well, um, I, you know, personally, I can say that, you know, I, I knew of Luke when he was a little boy. I was friends with his older brother, Eddie. Uh, and then, Mike, I've known you for a while. And mm-hmm. John Webb got us hooked up there together in yeah. the outdoor world and was able to uh, make something happen. Yep. So, excited about it. Definitely excited about it. All right, so uh, that's a little bit about us. Um, this is our second episode of Talking Turkey, is what we're calling this little series. We're going to run a little series on the podcast, maybe two episodes, maybe six episodes, depending on what we're talking about. Um, this one, the turkey season coming up quick, perfect time to talk about it and, uh, and get different advice from everybody to make all of us better hunters. None of us are professionals. None of us are experts. We learn every time we go out, so um, if all of us put our brains together, it can just make us a better hunter. That's the way I look at Mm -hmm. it, you know, so, um, anyway, this series is going to be, or this series is talking turkey, and this episode is going to be called Bring Them In. Um, as we know, West Virginia turkey season, April, May, uh, April, May 5th, shoot, April 15th to May 11th, um. Nature's Voice game calls. Uh, what what is your line of calls? What do you actually make over there, buddy?
1: Well, we've, we we founded the business on mouth calls. Okay. Um, my brother had made mouth calls since he was sixteen years old, so he'd made them for twenty five, thirty years, and uh, that's basically what we founded the business on. But as we went along, we expanded, and uh, we have uh, we have all kinds of different diaphragms, cuts. We do slate calls out of exotic woods, um, just your regular woods, domestic woods, wild cherry, um, we do some spalted maple, uh, American chestnut, right now we got a limited run series for 2019, so what we're starting this year is we're going to do a limited run series every year out of a kind of like a rare wood that you're you're not familiar with all the time so, that's, cool. that's cool but we do box calls um owl hooters and um aluminum we do aluminum calls and uh it's about it on the turkey side man you but you we, know, we do everything i was else. gonna say you make predator calls yeah, as we, well we got predator calls, calls for
0: hunt, uh, deer hunting and then yeah. duck calls yep so man you uh you guys have it going on over there. Yeah. you got a little bit of everything, and that's why we love being partnered with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a good, good diversity, you know, of all the calls that you need, so it yeah, comes out. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, All right, so you guys ready for turkey season? We're two weeks out. You ready to rock? Oh, yeah. Yep,
2: gun's good and clean, and uh, I know where the turkeys are mainly roosting every year, same places pretty much, so let's go back and... A couple of days before season, you know, really start hitting it up and seeing exactly what ridge or point they're roosting on, and get in there and get them
0: for sure. Yeah. Uh, I know you'll find them. Right. You'll find them. What's up with you, man? You gonna get
1: out and do a little hunting this year? Well, I got I to. to take you out I got hunting. to go. Out. Yeah, you're gonna take <laughs> me. <laughs> I got out twice last year, and that was taking other people hunting. So, you know, that's usually the way it's been for me. Yeah. Since uh since my brother passed away, but, well, we'll to make you know, it, it right is, here. it is what it is, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to get things done, and get customers taken
0: care of, That's so. That's the thing, man, we're, we're busy people, yeah. and, uh, there's not always time for us to, there's a lot of times we'd like to be in the wood, but we're yeah. sitting beside, a, I'm sitting behind a computer editing, or you're, uh, sitting behind a, a wood call, or we're making calls, or whatever, yeah. man, pressing together mouth calls, there's, it
1: definitely takes up time, so, um.
0: Yeah, well, that's that, good here. This I mean,
1: season already, we've probably done sold about 350 mouth calls. That's great. That's awesome, man. I mean, it, it just keeps getting earlier and earlier every year. Well, that's good. I you mean, know? eventually, <laughs> you'll be starting <laughs> up in January. A of yeah, people, yeah. A lot yeah. more people are starting a turkey hunt, I've noticed. Oh, yeah. It's gotten it's gotten a lot bigger. bigger. I yeah. mean, Jan, probably right after Christmas, first week of January is when we started getting orders. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. So? Well, we're excited to spend another
0: year with you guys. and. Yeah. Make it happen and put some birds on the ground on film for you. And, Y'all um, put plenty of them down last year. Didn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I think it was. I think we've got set, knocked down seven birds on film the last two years. Yeah, I think seven. Um, Danny took two. You took two. Jared took two. I took one. And the year before that,
2: no, that'd be just last year. Yeah, I don't to, know. Yeah,
0: seven last year. I can't remember the year before that. Yeah, but anyway, smacking them. Love yep. it. jelly heads. Make it happen. <laughs> All right, um, as a turkey hunter, what tips or advice can you give to our listeners about bringing that gobbler? you hear at daylight? you know you hear him across the ridge there a couple hundred yards away, man, he's a long distance off. How do you get him within shooting range? Luke, you first
2: so pretty much what I'll start off as i'll I'll look at my terrain um if i can get if I can move on that bird, I'll do it. I'll cross that, I'll cross that holler, I'll cross the creek to get to that turkey. But if he is hammering, and I feel like he's getting closer, I'll plop right down. Yeah. And that's something I used to not do. I used to just run and gun, I'd be going. Gun, yeah. I, I love running and gun, and I still do it. <laughs> but now I've I've found, after the season um, shortened a week in West Virginia, there wasn't as much foliage. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. turkeys, he could be over here, you could be here, but he'll seed. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, what I've found to do now, especially in the early season, is just um, get, him, get him fired up, get him going, and um, plop down at a good at a good uh, place where you can get a good setup, a good terrain um, where the turkey would feel comfortable. Um, I don't like calling a turkey downhill. Uh, 95% of the time it doesn't happen. So yeah. you, you want to try to get above them somehow. call them up the hill to you especially here in West Virginia being as mountainous as it is Um, but one of the main things is just use that terrain to
0: your advantage as much as possible yeah it's definitely diverse here in West Virginia Uh, a lot of different elevations creeks to the mountaintops and Mm -hmm. those turkeys that's the thing about it man they're a different kind of different type of bird here and they're harder to hunt yeah. uh because they can be right around that corner at 40 yards and you can't see around that corner at 40 yeah. yards because of the way the yeah. the terrain is but uh okay mike what's your take on that you know you got a bird hammering or you're trying to get him across yeah the holiday, st- starting you know.
1: out early in the morning start out we start out with uh alcohol locate mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. once and usually you know they're they're hammering by that point point. and i've never been a run and gun hunter so once i've got one hot um I usually just plop right down right there, and wait for him to come to me. The one thing that you can do that I've had a lot of people do too much of is to call too much. Mm-hmm. You yep. can you can call you can actually call that bird away from you. Yep, for sure. So that's one thing I try not to do. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Uh, something
2: about calling too much. You know, I've talked to hunters, and they're like, you know, how I had a turkey coming in and. All of a sudden, they're 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 not gobbling anymore. Well, I mean that to this day, it happens to everybody. Oh yeah, hen, hen, being hinned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but that definitely um, you don't want to call too much because well, it depends. I mean, if it's a young bird, you know, and he's really he's really hot, you know, you could probably call him in with a McDonald's cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but them older birds, man, sometimes you know they they know they know you've you've got to outsmart them turkeys sometimes sometimes they just run in right on you it's just just hard to tell if you get on them like let's say late morning and uh, he had just bred a hen he'd been with hens all morning sometimes man at 1045 to 1230 is hot because you you get one gobble one time and it's like he is on you just like that Mm -hmm. I've had it happen to me a couple times and they will close the distance
1: so quick. It's fast. It's, it's it's unreal. Cool. Sometimes when that bird goes silent, it doesn't mean he's hinned up. Oh, yeah. He's, on his, way. he's, on, he's his way. on his way. He's on his way. He's on his way. I so that, that. that's that's one reason why I've never been a big-time run-and-gun hunter, because that's just the way we hunted, and that's the way I was learned, you know, to just when he's hammering, man, and he stops, because you can still continue to call a little bit, and then you don't hear anything out of him. He's on his way. Yeah,
0: exactly. I so. was taught that too, man. That uh, you know, that call and shut up. Mm-hmm. You yep. Hear him when you shut yep. up, man. Don't say nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you know, if you don't hear nothing thirty, forty minutes, maybe mm-hmm. you know, check something out. Try, try it a little bit, but yep. uh, mm-hmm. I've uh, I was real inexperienced and made that mistake quite a few times. Yep. Yep. calling, and I, I've passed that now. Uh, and you know, but, some people
1: uh, think that they've got to call really loud. Yeah. And that's not the case. Yep. You know, you can, you can call really soft, and it just makes him think that that hand's farther away. Exactly. And, and that makes him want to come in even more. Yep. Uh-huh. So. That's
0: exactly right. So, what is your favorite call, regardless of brand? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the overall call that you've used in your lifetime. I mean, and I'll be honest about it. Yeah. I'm a slate guy. Yeah. I love slates. So, your
1: slate's your yeah. favorite? One, I love slates because you, you can purr on them. I love the Yelp. I like a raspy call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why it you know, slate's my favorite when it comes to friction. When it comes to a mouth call, it's usually a V cut. Yeah. And we make a special V cut. It's called the Mike Booth. Some some <laughs> different cuts on it that yeah. makes it even better. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's that's my favorite, the spring tonic. Spring mm-hmm. tonic okay. Spring okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Luke, what about you, buddy?
0: Um I'm going to go with mouth call. Really? Um, you, use a lot. Yeah. you use it a lot. <laughs>
2: um, I, I, I've i never really been too big of a slate or a glass or a box. I just, there's something to me about the mouth. It's I, I guess it's because I'm a run and gun turkey hunter. Yeah. It's just like I'm always on the run. It's easy I put, access. It, it's just boom, and it's you're rolling with it. Yeah, And <clears throat> spring tonic right there, I called... I think both the bird, I think both the birds are, yeah. I, I killed both some turkeys with spring tonic cluster yep. Really. Yep. And uh yeah, I love it man. Just a raspy mouth call where you can I, I like a versatile mouth call too, where you can you can go from a cut to a yelp and a purr at the same time. Yep. Not not all at the same time, but I'm saying like as a as in a, one call. In one call. Yeah. You and can do all three, three of those things. An, and, a, and, a key. and you can do a kiki run with that call, too. I won't put that, I won't put that call away mm-hmm. for anything else
0: because yeah. I can use it across the board. Yeah. I hear you. you. My favorite, I mean, mouth call-wise, I think yours, nature's voice, sounds the best of the mouth calls that I've used. Same thing with the box call. Um, and I love the slate calls as well. I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. But, man, I had a uh, Night in Hell Silver Queen Aluminum. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it was a silver queen with a wooden striker, and man, it was a hickory striker, and it was amazing. Yeah. It yeah. was amazing. Uh, had it for a long time. It was uh, plastic. It was green on the bottom. You know, I can remember it plain as day, but I think it actually got broke. But back in the day when I was a kid, man, I loved that call. I loved it, and I, I think, think it's just because it. Was, I think I broke it. Didn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely
1: makes <laughs> sense. Mysteriously disappear Yeah, um, no, those I'll, those would be a McCoy turkey hunter. <laughs> <laughs> mic rolled out on the side. Yep, no, those um, aluminum <laughs> calls are good calls because you can reach out there with them. Yep, I mean was, if if you if you're not a box call person, mm-hmm. you know you got that that volume that you can get out there with an the aluminum mm-hmm. call.
0: Yep, it was, uh, and I think it was more because I. Was young when i bought it i can remember man it was like 29 bucks and like yeah. 12 years old and i had to spend my 30 dollars on that yeah. call and i loved it <laughs> yeah. so i think it was more that type of thing for yeah. me than anything um but uh yeah man i mean your your calls definitely sound awesome and you made me this special engraved one here yeah um, just just got that to see a yes sir surprise beautiful uh beautiful little call oh, wow. i can't wait to put it to work with a A cool little gripper, man. I remember that in school on my my little pencils, man. That's awesome right there. That's
1: almost the same thing as what you put on the pens, but uh, it's camo. That's what's awesome. And uh, we first started getting them from a company out of uh, Ohio called Stick Tamer. Oh, okay. They make a lot of stuff for uh, recurves and uh, traditional bow hunt. Okay. And when we partnered up with them, they come out with those and... He no longer could get a manufacturer for them. We found another manufacturer for him, so we started offering them again. Mm. But they're strictly through us now and not through them. Man, that's awesome. I really like that. It's a it's a neat little touch. Yeah, right there. to the You collar. got if you
0: got gloves on. Oh yeah, it keeps your striker from sliding. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. All right, so uh, you know what. Got a few questions left here. When, uh, in your opinion, is the best time to use a box call? I know Luke said he doesn't really use box calls a lot, but in my opinion, it's going to be when you're really trying to want to reach out there across the ridge line and, yeah. and, and catch something else. Or if you're, he's on the other side of the hill
1: uh, you know, where you can reach across and touch him, when, when do you guys like to use about the same? I would definitely say when you're on that ridge top and you can't locate one early in the morning with just a you know, hoot out call, and uh, especially when you have a lot of wind, mm-hmm. I've had a Because you want that sound to carry exactly. Mm-hmm. I've had him answer a box call and not answer
0: my slate call. Oh yeah, you yeah. know it's yeah. it's surprising a few yeah. times. So that's it may just be with the turkey yeah. once that day. Yeah. What yeah, about just, you, Luke? Just like uh, when me and you were Hatfield McCoy. That's
2: right. We were yeah. on that ridge top, and it was super windy. Mm-hmm. And remember there, that whole ridge across from us, which was phew, a long ways, a long man. Way over there. Yes. Um, yeah, we were using the box call and they were they were hammering to it, yeah. but yeah, it was just so far away, man. Yeah. We were working that one bird too that was closer. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, it's uh, I'm excited about heading back down there, and uh, Mike's going along again for our second annual. Yeah, we had a good time last time. That was fun, man. Mm-hmm. It just you know things happen. and yeah. cut cut us a little bit short, but regardless. It was an experience none of us will ever forget no, for the forget. rest of our lives. That's a promise. <laughs> uh, but a good time, and uh, it, was, uh, it was worth it. So, All right, so let's see. Uh, any final tips to help our listeners uh, bag a big bird this year? Mike?
1: I think we've gone got it all
0: yeah can't think anything no uh, little secrets no more. that's
1: line. the biggest one that I can think of is not to call too much and mm-hmm. I, I've always just uh, every time I hunt I always think of that because you're wanting to keep having that bird hammer and hammer because it's such a it, you know exhilarating feeling to have that bird gobble yeah. back at you yeah and you're wanting to keep it going keep it going yeah <laughs> but it's you know you, you gotta slow it down sometimes for sure yep
0: Luke what about you buddy any final tips or advice you can give to anybody yeah so whenever i was
2: younger it took me a while to learn patience mm-hmm. so if you're a beginner turkey hunter patience is one of the biggest things mm. that you're gonna have to overcome um just like how mike's talking about you're you're calling too much um it all boils down to patience yeah um just stay calm um, i know it's it's amazing to hear a turkey gobble and. He come in and you blow his beak off, but man, you just sometimes you just got calm down and yeah. assess the situation and what's going on, and your success rate will be higher every yeah. year.
0: Yeah, that's well, all about learning. That's yeah. why we're doing this uh, yeah. these segments and this podcast and to touch on things that other people in the outdoor industry don't talk about. Yeah, you right. know, all the issues between hunters. You know, we'll have some special segments on that before long. Uh, you know, it's almost these days like hunters are hunting the hunters. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's just a big bunch of turmoil between everybody. We're supposed to be a team and work together and help. You know, prosper our nation in wildlife management areas and
1: do all we can to help our wildlife. Yeah, it's it's a heritage that's going by the wayside with a lot of uh, you know families. Yeah, and I started taking my son hunting when he was four years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. he couldn't even have a a, a gun in the yeah. woods. You know, I mean, because we hadn't got to that point to where we could teach him. But he took his BB gun. Yeah, <laughs> just so he could yeah. be a part of it. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. he had his blaze thing. orange vest on, and he sat right there. and that will teach them patience as a, at a young age. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yep. Just, just remember to get them kids out there and get them hunted. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. You're right. It's, it's, pep- it's, it's
0: falling <clears throat> away, man, slowly yep. but surely. So it's our job to mm-hmm. keep it going on. Yep. Dad carried
2: carry me in on his shoulders. That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. That's cool.
0: I used to go to my grandpa and I wasn't allowed to carry the gun yeah. until I went probably 30, 40 times. And yeah. finally, he was like, you carry it today. Yeah. And that day I killed a deer. You know, I got my really first cool. rifle when I was nine years old. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, great memories that we'll all remember. We mm-hmm. just got to remember that the kids that we teach will have those same memories one yeah. day. You know, it's different. You know, but the, they'll have those memories of of learning the outdoors and and yeah. all that. So it's our job to keep it rolling. Um, our next and final episode of Talking Turkey. Uh, we're going to bring on another special guest. Sorry, Mike. You're welcome back anytime <laughs> you want. And actually, I hope that we'll get you back here in a few weeks. We'll we'll get you back on and uh, talk about something else. Okay. You know, have a good time. We're always going to have somebody on here with us, yeah. and we're excited about it. Um, But we're going to bring on somebody that, I'm sorry, guys, is probably the best turkey caller I know. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm um, not sure if it's done yet, so I'm not going to let no cat out of the bag or say anything that may not happen, but we're hoping to have, have a special guest on that's definitely going to... Going to be able to teach us all a little something, um, so we're excited about that. Um, it'll be about fine tuning your skills, mm-hmm. you know, certain ways to make calls, certain specific type calls that may work better for you than somebody else. And we'll get in depth with him on that because um, he's way more knowledgeable than I am on it. So mm-hmm. it'll be a, a good good learning uh, session for everybody. Um, and also, the main thing: what weapon do you choose? You know, we're going to talk about that as well. Whether you're a shotgun person, you like taking the archery equipment, or you may step out there a little bit with a rifle because that's legal here in West Virginia. Yeah. So, uh, which I may have to do this year with because of the shoulder. But I'm gonna. I think it'd be kind of cool shooting one at 200 yards, <laughs> plopping a big old gobbler over that's, with a 22, 250, you know, <laughs> 200 yards. You know, uh, I just gotta be careful on my recoil. Yeah. You know. So, uh, anyway, thanks for listening in. Uh, make sure to look us up on Facebook at Outdoors Appalachia Style. Give us a like so you can find out when we're going to do this segment. God willing, we'll do it every other Saturday um, for a while, as long as we can go. Uh, you know, Keep running seasons of this and and talk about different topics and try to touch on a little bit of everything. Um, you can feel free to comment on our posts on Appala- Outdoors Appalachia Style with any questions. We'll try to touch on them the next episode uh, as well. So, um, Again, the, the next episode will be called The Final Countdown. <laughs> yeah, it's getting close. Uh, it, it's coming, boys. Uh, God bless, and always remember to live outdoors, Appalachia style. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening.